0: Hi. thanks for coming hey girl
1: thanks for coming oh, grrr. well hello and thanks for coming america my name is seth what's yours hello merlot is here oh hi it's stony <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh,
2: she's foreign.
1: Yes, bitch. Uh, (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to another fun episode at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast there ever was. We are, of course, here in your ears, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that happened in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars 6 it's another week listeners are you having fun yet that's my yara sofia impression yeah Jada's having fun i love her little yells they're so cute
2: i i really appreciate everything about yara like just the kookiness and craziness of it all and listeners i know i'm probably not pronouncing her name right but my tongue doesn't roll like that I'm sorry. Jara. Uh,
0: I also like that the contestants don't really know how to like interact with her either,
1: <laughs> which <laughs> makes it more fun. <laughs> I, she just gets so hyped. Like when she was in choreography with Jamal, she's like, ah, like just like running around the stage. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh. She's like, she would do this. And he's like, he finally had to say like, she doesn't do that all the time. I guess we'll get there. But yeah, Yara is we'll her. She beats, she dances to the beat of her own. Yeah. Dream.
1: I guess what we're trying to say here is Yara Sophia is a delight. An absolute delight. Yes, girl. Well, before we get too far into this episode, I figure we should probably just check in and see how everybody's doing. What's going on in your neck of the woods, fellas? I cannot complain, you
2: know, doing some adulting over here, um, looking at all of the things I have going on. And I have actually... Retired the blog, Gays in the Life.
1: Uh-oh. Bah, bah, bah.
2: Yes, pour bah, one
1: out. Bah, 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 bah.
2: <laughs> Not if it's too expensive though. Keep that shit in your glass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not the good shit. Not the good shit. You I can mean the Hennessy a- out, you know, but you c- keep Ooh, the good shit in.
2: Just a clip of Hennessy? You know, I like Hennessy, so Yeah, I Hennessy's wanna, good. I wanna <laughs> save that. So just a clip if you really love them. Yes. <laughs> I um, there's, a, I mean, there's only so many hours in the day. And we've had the podcast for over three years. I had the blog for going on seven years. And I initially started it to practice and condition my writing so I can dig into a a book project I've had mapped out since 2011. And having to give more time to real estate and just focus on other things, it's going to be nice to kind of let something go as hard as it is just to make room for something else. So the blog has been great. I'll still be active on socials. You'll get some vlogs and whatnot. I just won't be posting my writing every week.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel you, girl. Life's like, as an adult, it's really hard. That's kind of why we had to scale back with the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was our full-time job, of course, that would be a different story. But we all have so much else going on that pays the bills. Um, <laughs> that, exactly. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> that it's like you kind of have to prioritize. Like, for example, they just announced uh, Drag Race Holland uh, Season 2. And I'm, like, really excited for that, and I want to cover it, of course, because we just had so much fun last season, and um, actually, I think, um, I haven't watched, well, I guess it'll be tomorrow, Uh, time changes, you know, but on this week's uh, Drag Race España, Envy Peru is one of the judges from season one. Oh,
2: fun! Yeah. That'll be great.
1: Yes. So I'm looking forward to that.
2: Oh, absolutely. We had so much fun covering Holland, but... Like Seth said, you know, as excited as we are about all the Drag Race franchises and, sh- and um, seasons, we just can't do it all. And we love you all, listeners, but um, other things need my attention. But we're not going anywhere, <laughs> you know. You'll, yeah. still s- you'll still see us in our full glory. It's just going to be on a smaller scale. And I'm speaking for myself, gays the life. You'll get, like... Um, probably behind the scenes clips of my um real estate ventures and um talking about the book i can't give you too much details because i don't need anyone stealing my
1: ideas but i'll give you still gonna be around i'll give you a spoiler the titanic sinks (laughs) oh no (laughs) 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 haha you can't write your book now and the celloist survives yeah but not jack <laughs> Poor Jack. He let go. Jack dies again. <laughs> 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 that t- rose. <laughs> Titanic. That's a cold two. bitch. Rose is a cold bitch. <laughs> yes,
2: she I, is.
1: I, there needs to be a sequel. It's like <laughs> Titanic two. Jack dies again. <laughs> that whistle wasn't enough, ho <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, too funny. Uh, what about you, Stony? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Um, nothing major
0: to really report on, uh, friend of the show, Nick and Steph were yes. here last weekend, like over 4th of July. So, um, that was fun. We hadn't seen them for, I guess, last summer.
2: Well, the last time we saw them was, um, September, 2020, when we were both in the same area, um, Nick and Steph and Stony and I were in the same area in Southern Indiana with our respective cabins. So we got to have an outside lunch and hang out
1: very cool what was it like being around heterosexuals again
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was very scary i wasn't sure like how to act or like anything so yeah the (laughs) old spice
1: is pretty pungent you know
0: (laughs) yeah i felt like i was like getting like it was like almost just like a foreign like
1: (laughs) (laughs) i didn't break out in hives
2: so i don't think that there was acts in our um oh good in our, good, good in our vicinity and i know steph would never do that to me so
1: yeah she's she she would never do that i mean you can't it's like the equivalent that's like um like the heterosexual smoke bomb you know you just spray <laughs> spray the can and throw it in
2: i mean i i would literally die if i smoked like axe voodoo ever again like i would just pass yeah. out and not wake up
1: yeah it's not even like hot anymore you like can't even fantasize about straight guys where when they're wearing axe anymore
2: or closeted frat boys i can't do it
1: oh yeah that's what i meant you know it's like (laughs) axe Aeropostale slash hollister it's like oh looks like you're a bit curious tonight oh no (laughs) (laughs) i love a hollister (laughs) how Go ahead and peel off that polo. Hmm. Yes, but you have to go two layers with them, though. It's like the protective polo and then the show polo, the one that's on the outside layer. Oh, yeah, you know, we're prepared. You got the double polo, just in case. <laughs> it's the like double the, popped it's collar. It's like the double stacked wigs on Drag Race. Oh, shit. Yeah. Reveal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reveal, bitch. It's like, you know, you got to wear one polo for Jesus, and then... <laughs> <laughs> you know for for it to protect you and then you can wear like whatever color you want on top of it but both uh, collars must be popped
2: oh my goodness i feel triggered and seen
1: yes girl i'm ready to film broke straight boys or whatever that would <laughs> fall into get your alt twitters ready yes girl just stay tuned for my finsta What is it? I don't know. This has gotten crazy. All right. So just to kind of keep this podcast going, uh, my week has been really relatively easy. Um, I'm transitioning into my new position. So there it's been a pretty chill week as far as work. Um, I got uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two for my Switch. So I'm just getting into playing that and enjoying it. And uh, I mean, honestly, that's probably it. I guess. <laughs> that's Has it. it cooled down in the Northwest? What is the
2: like literal temperature like for you right now?
1: It's been pretty chill. Like after the heat wave, it was sort of like 90s, and now it's sort of uh, low 80s, uh, high uh, high 70s lately. Okay. So you know, every once in a while, I'll get up to 90 or low 90s, but it's been much more much more cool.
2: Okay well good you're not melting in a puddle
1: yeah which is good but it's like you know people up more north in canada like in vancouver like a lot i've been seeing articles where like a lot of the sea life has been like it's so hot it's been so hot there that a lot of the sea life is actually being cooked
2: oh no in the sea
1: so like (laughs) mussels and stuff yeah like all these like mussels and other creatures are popping up like on the shore just like already cooked
2: That is ridiculous. The last thing we need is people just rolling up on the beaches, like just grabbing the mussels and eating them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say here is like climate change is real and it's real scary. I mean, take it seriously, people. The earth is changing. It sure is. And not for the great, (laughs) the best or greater. Yeah. If there's
2: another Ice Age, I swear, I'm getting my face beat down, my nails and toes done, and I'm just going to like lay in bed, and that's going to be the end.
1: Yeah, until I freeze to death.
2: That's right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds amazing. Good luck, Eddie. I can't Eddie. wait. Good luck,
1: Reynolds. <laughs> Feed yourselves. Oh, they'll be dead by then. <laughs> Daddy's sleeping. Cate- <laughs> Category is Ice Age realness. <laughs> 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 they can't do that. They'll be already dead. Sorry, that was my Pandora box joke. <laughs> no she doesn't do her own makeup she's dead (laughs) (laughs) that was like really funny um all right it sounds like we're on our route to talking about drag race so why don't we go ahead and get into our honesty spill of the week and we'll recap this episode for you all
2: Uh, (laughs) honesty
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to our honesty spill of the week where we are back, back, back again. And we bring you full coverage of everything that happened in this week's episode of All-Star 6. Uh, You know, of course, at the top of this episode, we see Silky Nutmeg Ganache has has shade away.
2: Uh, R.I.P. Silky. She was on my team, my fantasy league. I hope you you are all updating your scores every week and submitting them to our form but goodness gracious, what a personality, um, mixed feelings, of course, from everyone. But I was excited to see Silky this season. So it's like gone too soon for me. Definitely gone too soon.
0: Like, it's crazy because she was such a big personality on her season. And then she's like out like
1: second or third episode. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I I do think Silky has gone too soon, but she did not go quietly. She's been all over the interviews telling you how it is, mama.
2: Oh, yeah. She's already said I'm not coming back. Spoiler alert. Sorry, listener. Sorry. Um, that was on the Clubhouse. If you aren't familiar with that app um, and other places <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> across
2: the Internet. I think yeah. she tweeted about that, too. <laughs> she did
1: tweet about it. Yeah, just go to your platform of choice and she's there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There you go. One thing I will say, though, is Jan did sing live. Like, she keeps wanting to be like, oh, well, she had the background track. No one wants to see you karaoke your own music. I'm like, do you know how, like, Beyonce and, like, all the pop stars do this shit? It's like what Jan is doing is the exact same thing as if you were to see, like, Beyonce or. I'm Lady Gaga. Think Adele or Lady Gaga. Yeah, it's like this is exactly what you would see in their concerts. It's like, you know, they have a low level there just to like make their voices stronger, but she's singing live. Like, let's not right. like try and diminish Jan's talents here, Silky. Like, you sang live too, and you're great, but let's not like tear others down because we're upset. Right. Yeah. Jan what did Jan is,
0: do to you? Nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. And Jan is studied. Not to say that Silky is not, but I mean, Jan came with an earpiece and track. Yeah. So I mean, homework.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she came with an approved talent. Hey. <laughs> 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 but it would have been cool to see Silky uh, decorate a cake in one minute. That I would have liked that.
2: Especially oh. because Raja made the dress in one minute. It could have been a whole wedding scenario. But why was
0: yeah. it approved? Like, is the cake, like, not allowed on set?
2: Well, nobody knows. That's, like, part of Silky's whole argument. She's like, production sabotaged me because they didn't tell me until I got there.
1: That's yeah. weird. Yeah, and, and she. I don't think they even gave her a reason why she couldn't do it. It's so she even like, doesn't know.
2: Right. It's probably like, um, oh, Rapal'' is like, watching people eat. But, like, she's decorating the cake.
1: Like, if there's a cake on set, RuPaul will get out of her chair and eat it all.
2: Does um, corn syrup (laughs) and excessive amounts of sugar excite you that much, RuPaul? Please tell us on Clubhouse, preferably. I love cake. (laughs) (laughs) Feed me. (laughs) Feed me, Silky. I was hungry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, RuPaul, you got really crazy there. That sugar really does something for you. Not very ladylike. No, no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm so shocked by RuPaul's actions. Um, All right. Well, I guess to move on, after the elimination, the girls go to inspect their box. And it turns out that voting was very close and just one vote away from being a tie between Silky and Akira. Very unsettling for Akira. This is a
2: shooketh moment. I'd say maybe a... um... 5.9 Five point nine on the Richter scale. Ooh, that's a pretty strong one, girl. Yeah. She was shooketh. She was shooketh. I mean, I
0: don't know. It's like I feel like the more episodes you go in, the harder it's going to get for these queens, so you better yes. step it up.
2: And you and also know she shook because the frames and the talking heads are just like a little lopsided, so I think someone literally like shook her.
1: Yeah. Don't shake the baby.
2: And I like those frames, by the way. So light shade, light shade.
1: Yes, girl. So then, of course, you know, all the girls that voted for a carry have to then apologize to her face.
2: You know, what would happen if, like, um, there was somebody who was just like, I'm not telling you who I voted for? Yeah. uh, Like, you don't have to say, like, no one asked you. Everyone expects to like say who they voted for. I feel like it would be more fun to be like Big Brother style and be like, well, I didn't vote for the person, even if you did just to like throw you put you pit other queens against each other like that's maybe that's not very ladylike but we're playing a game we're playing a game that's where
0: this is going don't show your cards you know when candy is on all stars eight or whatever she's gonna be like big brother style like backdooring people somehow candy muse is untucked yeah she'll be like just voting people out (laughs) like she'll find a hidden immunity idol and all this crazy shit oh
2: I know that's (laughs) coming because I'm a shady Scorpio so I'm just like listen I I see I see the diplomacy of it all, but <laughs> don't set yourself up unless you can actually like have that conversation. We were talking about this last week. It's hard to have those conversations when somebody might go home and you have to have a certain level of emotional intelligence and it's it's a lot of pressure in the moment, especially if you're the one who won because these queens are pleading their case. So I don't know. Stir the pot a little bit.
1: Well, and you know what they say, don't hate the player, hate the game. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so basically, I'm excited to see who Jan picked. I think she picked um, also... Yara Yara I think she did because she's like there's this whole like weird like secret society like rules about voting that's unspoken like uh-huh. just based on what Silky has said and like just kind of what you can see in the show it's like they don't want to ruffle feathers they don't want to um, you know stray from the pack or anything like that it makes you stand out or whatever so yeah it's real weird.
2: And we're Stony and I are very like survivor, Big Brother minded. It's all credit to Stony because he got me into all of that. It's very go with the house, go with the group, but eventually that shit comes out. So we'll see how that plays out as the season continues.
1: Yes, girl. So the next day in the workroom, the girls come in singing "This Little Light of Mine" as tribute to their fallen contestant, uh, the Reverend Miss <laughs> Silky Nutmeg Ganache Esquire. <laughs> r.i.p
2: silky um pour out uh about a half a shot of that hennessy for the reverend and we're gonna keep it moving but
1: this was a sweet moment it was nice to have them be like we love you silky basically i like how the queens as the
2: seasons go on they enter the workroom and as the seasons have kind of developed they do fun stuff as they enter the workroom every day so this was a cute moment right
1: after <laughs> Silky has gone home. My favorite part about Drag Race España is they do that too. They do all these little skits and stuff when they come in and I'm like totally the Dovima who's like, this is dumb <laughs> and then just walks off.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's no shade to anybody, whatever your denomination of faith, but you know, people roll their eyes when they hear songs like that but I'm like, come on, you're watching Drag Race it's Silky we're going to church today, honey Okay, you don't. You won't find me in the pews on Sunday, but it's a I non-denominational
1: t- church. It's yeah. fine.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yes, girl. Um. So then, uh, the girls remind Jan that she was, in fact, in the bottom last <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> they are this is all strategy like it's fun for us to view but these
2: girls are definitely like we need to like make jan short circuit like if you can make yeah. her short circuit she's not gonna deliver and then maybe we can vote her out because clearly <laughs> she has what it takes to be there we'll get into that later
1: yes girl um so then after that rupaul dixie two steps into the work room <laughs> to tell the girls about the maxi challenge they will be starting in. Uh, they will be starring in the All Star Six halftime show extravaganza, where they will pick a halftime show musician that was assigned to them before the show started, and wearing the outfit that they were wore during their performance, uh, in the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, so they will be lip syncing RuPaul songs in the styles of their assigned performer. This is fun. This can go in so many
2: directions. I was a little confused. Um, I, I'm sure we're about to get into that about how it was chosen. Like, were these performances laid out and delivered to the queens beforehand? Yes. Or <laughs> were they like, um, pick a queen and let us know? <laughs> no, it was Rigamorous Girl. They assigned the
0: queens. Okay, because they Trinity, had to have.
2: Okay, that was. I'm not completely dumb here. Like I thought that maybe production had assigned these and that the Queens, cause it felt very like, Oh, I'm doing this. So
1: yeah. Cause they were like, I chose blah, blah, blah. I chose blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they worked it out. You know, each one had their own act. So maybe yeah. the other girls had different, different halftime performers. We just didn't get to see them cause they were eliminated
2: true true and maybe there was like more discussion that we didn't see but i i didn't know quite how to feel about how it was all laid out because clearly for me it was like oh trinity beyonce trinity only does like not only but she does a lot of beyonce off of drag race so it's like well duh of course
1: yeah like i feel like if raven was on the season she probably would have done like whitney houston Mm.
2: okay (laughs)
1: Cause they have the sa- They paint the same color.
2: Yeah, she's very chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. So here's the halftime <laughs> performance lineup. We have Akira performing as the artist formerly and currently known as Prince. So, Neek is going to portray the Aerosmith frontman, Steven Tyler. She better sissy that walk this way. (laughs) (laughs) We have Raja, who's going to be Diana Ross, and she is truly showing us that she is the Queen Supreme. Seriously, though. Next, we have Trinity K. Bonet. She's going to be the Queen Bay. Trinity wants to show us that her love for Beyonce is on top. Uh-oh. <laughs> Following her will be Pandora Box portraying Carol Channing, or as Monique Hart says, Cheryl Canning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Monique Hart. She just butchered all the girls.
1: She did not know who this person was, for sure. (laughs) Cheryl. Cheryl Canning. She 100% dead serious. She thought her name was Cheryl Canning.
2: She was so serious.
1: (laughs) Go watch the Pit Stop, y'all. So next we have Scarlet Envy. She will be portraying Katy Perry. Um, You know, that's just so gay. She probably doesn't even like kissing girls. (laughs) No, and she's
2: wearing black hair, so you know she's feeling the fantasy, getting into the gig, and you know Katy Perry was nice once upon a time. Yeah, yeah, I back mean, in the day. I'm not a fan of Arianne Perry, but ah! um, I don't know.
1: before Good she stalked, <laughs> before she started assaulting American Idol contestants. Yeah, yeah, she probably Jesus. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna say something very, very bad. I'm gonna stop.
1: All right, moving on. (laughs) Jan will be portraying Mother Monster Lady Gaga. Put your paws up and feel the rain on me. Very excited about this one because, listeners, if you're new, um,
2: the three of us, including friend of the show, Ebeth, got to see Lady Gaga live in Las Vegas before the Panini Panties happened. Yeah, that was really fun. I like that a lot. So fun. We should reshare that video. All I did was drink slushies and play slots.
1: I mean, what else is there to do in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> Next in the lineup is Eureka O'Hara. She will be portraying Madonna, bitch. Now Vogue. 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 Janice triggered. And this is also
2: very fun because I was lucky enough to be with the Marching Hundred, When we were part of the pregame show, I was invited back by our director at the time, Colonel Woodley, um, to come and do the pregame show at the Super Bowl when it was in Indianapolis. Myself and some other alumni joined the current members of the band and got to do the pregame show. It was early on in Stoney and I's dating history, so I got to crash at his apartment then before we lived together. What do you like? Thanks, bro. Yeah, pretty much. She's like I need a snack. It's been a long day, <laughs> and I'm not talking about what's in the fr- refrigerator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So he let you touch him? He did that time. Oh yeah, uh, wow! Was before I, uh, yeah, s- had people
0: stop touching me. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> nobody <Sony's> touched Tony. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's before I was married for 50 years and gay years. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs>
1: in the meet and greet do not touch stony yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be very avril levine meet and greet yeah Yeah. not six feet listeners stay 10 feet apart separating us (laughs) if you want to touch
2: someone just give me a hug free hugs from jamal
1: yeah and i'll hug you too but just not (laughs) stony yeah leave stony alone (laughs) Yeah. free (laughs) stony free (laughs) stony All right, next in the lineup, Yara is going to be Shakira because her hips don't lie and neither do her lips because she does not know the words. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do any of us really know the words? I don't.
2: (laughs) I know the words. I love Shakira. Like Shakira was one of my early like secret gay icons. Like I didn't know she was like an icon at the time, but I listened to a lot of Shakira in my like early queer years.
1: Yeah, I love Shakira a lot too. And uh, next we have, uh, oh, finally, I should say, we have Ginger Minge who will be playing Fergalicious Def. Def, 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 Def. She's tasty. Ooh, Sans, the water sports. Yes, girl. Why are you so pissed, Fergie? Ah! <laughs> Get it? <laughs> y'all get it it's fine you're you're 2000 and late bitch Ah! (laughs) most definitely (laughs) oh my gosh so so that's our lineup for the halftime show it was you know all the divas and fergie yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how ginger got fucked over to be to be fergie but that was not a good choice listen i feel
2: like they give some of these queens the assignments they do sincerely just to test them and see what they do with it because Fergie
0: I know it's like they just wanted to like mind fuck everyone and they're like this is not really giving us Fergie and I'm like what is Fergie like what does she do I don't know nobody knows
1: knows. (laughs) like her signature is urinating her pants Ah! like and you can't do that on all stars you know you can't do that on television right and being the only
2: identifying lady in the black IPs right so that's about uh, it struggle bus sorry um i hope you
1: know <laughs> no. okay, that's you a got sabotaged yes that's the remix yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so as the girls get ready jan literally thinks that she is lady gaga and trinity <laughs> is here to bring <laughs> to break the beyonce curse
2: I'm so here for this because, listen, if there's... I'm saying listen a lot because I feel a way about this Listen. Listen. Listen, (laughs) Henny. If there's (laughs) any Drag Race girl that knows Beyonce, it is Trinity K. Bonet. That is not true. I was like... Tyra Sanchez. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You take that back right now.
1: I heard her sing Halo
2: on season two what the fuck ever that wig was not beyonce and neither was that attitude asia that goes for you too <laughs> y'all, y'all black queens did the queen wrong and she saw it she saw it how does that feel
1: by the way Ooh. i don't know girl let's not rub salt in the wind let's keep this show going sorry tweet us because trinity k bonet did it better she did <laughs> she, <laughs> broke the curse. she broke the curse and jan broke the lady gaga curse yes. i was so here for both of it like the gates are finally sonique free. was shook she was like wait <laughs> i did the horrible job of gaga in my season this isn't fair right but you know sonique served at, in her aerosmith look
2: like i was feeling that too i am such an aerosmith yeah. fan i can play I Aerosmith songs thoughts about songs that bass Ooh, I'm excited yeah. to hear what you have to say about that.
1: My thoughts are more for the fans, not s- about Sonique or anything. Okay, because Sonique, like, I was into it. I was into it. Yes, girl. Uh, so then uh, the girls, they go into rehearsal with Jamal Sims, or if you're Yara Sophia, you'll be choreographing your own routine.
2: <sighs> oh, Yara. <laughs> I um, I respect this. It's very Pearl. like, No, it's very Gigi. Excuse me. I'm getting my White Queens mixed up. Um, it's easy to do. <laughs> it's very Gigi. Like, she's like, I know you're concerned, but I've got this. And it was like, do
1: you? Yeah, uh, it, it, it <laughs> happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, as they finish getting ready, Trinity, Raja, and Akuria are kicking while getting ready. And I just was really including this because I thought it was fun to watch their friendship in the workroom.
2: I think this is very important because when um, Trinity was on her season the first time, she didn't really connect with the other queens. And she, they, excuse me, I don't know how they officially identify, but, you know, drag queens out of drag and whatnot. I try to say they just to be safe, so don't come at me, listeners. But um, I feel like what Trinity is doing this season is great. She's trying to connect and be more open with the queens, being sisterly, and, and just enjoying the experience. And you can tell that she's more relaxed and comfortable. And as a result, she's doing better. And it's so nice to see any of these friendships flourish on screen because our, we know how our fandom is. And we can't, like, pit people against each other with the results of the runways or the challenges. Like, these queens are real humans, too. And they're
1: mm-hmm. having fun, living an experience. And... <laughs> Just doing their jobs, right? Well, also too, it's nice to just see the the black queens like being friends instead of like always being at the like cause of drama or like doing something that's shady or whatever. Like it's just nice to see right. like the show including those types of situations more, Absolutely. so that you know that way these um, black queens can get more like love and stuff like that instead of just getting hate all the time. That's right. Just because there's like
2: blacks and browns sprinkled in on any show on any franchise doesn't mean the the viewership and production has to pit them against each other. There's only so many of us. Why not celebrate us being there? Save the drama right. for another for another episode.
1: Right, and especially for someone working as hard as Trinity k Bonet. I mean, she got Jamal Sims' name tattooed on her before she even <laughs> came to the show. I mean, that's a strategy right there. Yeah, <laughs> this is this it is so
2: bad because people talk shit about like Scorpios. I wonder if that like Jamal was a Scorpio because first of you all, you know he was. Don't get no one's name tattooed on you, but I mean, if the dick is bomb, you're probably getting a tattoo. So thanks, yeah, Trinity.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, maybe, maybe she got it for you. Hey, you know, I mean, maybe, I'd, maybe I signed an NDA.
1: Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Jamal's her evil ex. We'll never know. <laughs> oh this is like Trinity K Bonet versus the world, <laughs> right? Her seven deadly exes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, let's get into the actual halftime show. So whose performance were you feeling, girl?
2: I mean, I feel like I don't need to start. Do do either of you want to go first? I mean, I think
1: think, Jamal can unanimously speak for us. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. (laughs) Super Bowl, Beyonce. First Super Bowl.
2: I love this moment. I remember the entire show. And before I get into it, I think that Jan and Trinity were the top. I think that Jan did slightly better. Beehive, don't kill me. I can't just give out passes because it's like my fave. Jan did a good job as Lady Gaga. Having seen Beyonce and Lady Gaga live, I've seen Beyonce twice. I would love to see Lady Gaga again. Um, she embodied all of the Gaga isms. She really listened to the notes. All Jan wants <laughs> on Drag Race is critiques. So she knows what to do, what to adjust, and, and to I, win a challenge. And to win a challenge. And I think that she did that. Like that Super Bowl performance is one of our favorites. We watch it frequently. Like, w- if there's nothing on TV, Stoney and I are probably putting on Lady Gaga halftime show. I will watch Beyonce shows on the elliptical at the gym like I every day there's some Beyonce sprinkled in somewhere and Gaga just did a really good job of listening and really like taking in okay how do I bring myself into the challenge but also embody this icon of an artist and when it comes to Trinity I mean the look was there the hair was exactly the same the makeup was exactly the same. This is a beehive member.
1: I dare say a diamond member of the B agency. Oh no. <laughs> and I, she was just as muscular as Beyonce too. In the um, photo that Beyonce wants erased from the internet. I was yes. getting a little bit of that. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Beefy in all the right
1: places. Sorry, Beyonce. You know
2: I love you. Don't cancel me. Um <laughs> It was it was just there. All of the choreography, I knew exactly what videos it came from. There's Baby Boy, there's Run the World, there was the On the Run Two tour, there was the Miss Carter Show tour. I saw all of it. Ruse lyrics aside, <laughs> I was feeling every eight count. And that outfit come on
1: yeah that like, was it immediate <laughs> immediately like before she even started doing anything like just when the lights were flashing like you were like bitch yeah this is the show get That's ready right. yeah.
2: that is right i don't know if you've ever been to a beyonce show listener um you know when it's time and she showed up trinity's not playing this season and you could ar- we could argue and say that this is easy for Trinity because it's what she does, but this is also choreography and an assignment she has been given. So she still has to perform, and she delivered. And I just... Well, I- pissed myself like the whole time it's like oh my god yeah
1: well and other queens have portrayed or were portraying stars that they have before too yeah. so i don't think that's fair to hold against trinity if, if 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 anybody is i don't know if anybody is or not but um mm-hmm. but yeah trinity was just like Like Beyonce, like she was definitely the strongest. I think the only reason that Jan may have edged her out is I did notice it seemed like there were a couple spots in her performance where she wasn't like quite lip syncing the you know like on the beats or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I think that could be the only reason why she didn't. Plus, I think Jan also had a better uh, runway look, so that might have helped Mm -hmm. boost Jan a little bit too. But I mean, really, we're all just splitting hairs on all the performances. Like, literally, none of them are bad. (laughs)
2: I agree. Like, those are just the top two. I can't really tell you who is in the bottom. I can say who is in the bottom, but, I mean, like Seth said, it's splitting hairs because I really got the queens trying. I felt them trying to embody their characters. Um, There were some moments where I didn't feel like maybe... They they slipped in and out of character, but, I mean, that happens because you're still yourself, right? Yeah, and, I mean, so I think, like,
0: Trinity and Jan... We're lucky in that they were doing uh, performers that are very unique in their own style. So it was like, and they slayed it, right? So like, advantage them. And then you had like, Fergie, and it's like, what? <laughs> or like, I don't Carol know. Channing. Yeah, you're just like, I don't really know. Like, even Madonna, I'm like, in that era of Madonna, I'm like, I don't know
1: what her style is during that era. I mean, I do remember the Her Halftime Show, and that look was directly from her halftime show it was was. well i mean the
0: look i i remember but i mean like her dance moves and stuff like i don't know like what her unique like style of dance was during that era. that's one
2: of the ones i would say where you could tell it was madonna by the costume but But also she's
1: doing the hand movements and stuff like the ray of light sort of like hand movements okay
2: right it's hard to see because i mean when you're a performer like a performer like eureka like eureka is still gonna give eureka so it's our job as viewers to see through that it's eureka portraying a character so we can't hold it against eureka that oh maybe she looks too much like eureka and as far as like the sets go i mean that's production to my knowledge i don't think that the queens got to choose their backup dancers or what their sets
1: looked like right definitely not i think one uh other performance that was a little bit disappointing for me was uh cheryl canning uh because i think that uh you know it was really built up like going into the performance you know pandora was like oh like this is the best role out of all of them and even some of the other queens were like yeah you got a really good role and like then she did her performance and i was like this is not like definitely not like jaw-dropping or like anything too crazy I was super bored by it. Ooh, ooh. I mean, I wasn't bored. I wasn't, bore- I wasn't <laughs> bored. Pandora did a great job, like, but they just built it up so much that when when it happened, I was like, "Oh, that's it." It was very flat tire for me.
2: Like, I um, I mean, it's Pandora, so I don't want to like hate. I like I like Pandora, but these are just notes. Um, it it wasn't there for me. I understand that this was like the first ever halftime performance at a super bowl but i feel like that's almost like your cue to drag it up more and make it more over the top and i again i don't know what production's directions were but if you're trying to survive on the show you need to like take the reins and be in control
1: and just take it there and i i wasn't taken there it was very safe for me definitely sorry stony's getting crunk um My <laughs> this Diet is eight. Oh, i was gonna say it was white claw you ruined it Enough um this time, <laughs> <laughs> no but claws. yeah i mean there were definitely some people like that just had divas and that were just kind of planting and singing like and i think that's what held them back unfortunately like people like raja um uh pandora box eureka Scarlet. Scarlett, yeah, a lot of them. Well, Scarlett was moving a little bit more, but yeah, I mean, it's like just a lot of people that were just kind of doing like not much dance moves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Scarlett did a good job. I'm not
2: really a fan of Katy Perry, but Scarlett did a great job. No, I thought Scarlett
0: did wonderful and like. I watched that Katy Perry halftime show and I was disgusted by it. Like it was the worst (laughs) halftime show of all time. I mean, Missy Elliott. But like Scarlett embodied that, like it was terrible. She was in the shark costume, just like jumping around. Like she's on Sesame street and it was perfect. (laughs) It was the perfect encapsulation of
1: what that show was. I think I, I I could be wrong listeners, but I think so. Didn't Silky say she was going to be Missy Elliott. If she was in this challenge, she did. And Missy Elliott popped up on Katy Perry's performance because
2: I will never forget. Like everybody was like, "Bitch, why would you bring Missy Elliott to your show? Like she literally yeah. stole the
1: whole show from you." True queen. <laughs> 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 but um, but yeah, no, I yeah, Scarlett was definitely not bad. She was definitely one of the stronger performances. Um, I'm trying to think if there's uh, ones that we haven't talked about. I mean, Ginger was not bad. It's just she didn't have a great diva. You know, Um, I didn't
2: hate a curious performance. I kind of feel like the judges ragged on her a little bit for that performance. Like, okay, y'all are old or whatever. I will say it. But don't act like nobody else knows Prince. I know Prince. I only heard Prince growing up in my household, and I'm only 30 fucking four. So, (laughs) Akira was giving you Prince. Y'all just weren't connecting for whatever reason because you were seeing kind of drag king vibes. And I don't know, you like Sonique more, which, you know, I actually really loved Sonique's performance as Eros, as Steven Tyler, but um, I thought they were too hard on Akira. Yeah
1: and i agree and i'm glad you brought up akiria because this definitely needs to be talked about i'm like a casual prince fan and i already know that like akiria did a good job like so i don't understand why the judges were being so hard on akiria and uh, i mean i guess i can just say this now like especially with her runway look i didn't think she deserved to be in the bottom
2: absolutely not I agree. I would have maybe put Eureka there. It was just kind of like. Or Ginger. Ginger. Or Ginger. Absolutely Ginger before Eureka. One of those two. Both of them were not necessarily lackluster for me. I will save that vocabulary for another episode. But I wasn't into the gig.
1: Yeah, like we said, we're all splitting hairs here, so when we say, like, oh, this person should have been in the bottom, like, that's just our opinions. You can completely disagree with them or whatever, but objectively, I feel like we can say Akiria did not deserve to be in the bottom. For the look alone, I mean, it was the top look of the week. Let us know what you think on Twitter, at TFC Pod. That's a look that no one's going to forget like across any season. Like oh, no. yeah. people are going to be like, Oh, do you remember that fucking flower rose outfit that Akira wore? That was iconic. I screenshot that shit. I
2: it's very close to becoming my iPhone wallpaper. It <laughs> yeah. was beautiful. But Beyonce has
1: to stay there. So yeah, she's, she's parked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, and just my thoughts as far as Sonique, I know a lot of people were kind of like hating on her performance, like more of the fans, And I think they're just not as familiar with Steven Tyler. But honestly, she portrayed him very well. Yes. I thought so, too, Yes.
2: Thank you, Seth, for saying that. A lot of y'all toxics, little brats need to go do some fucking homework, go do a Google, go do a YouTube, however it is you learn these days, and study your music history. Because what you're not going to do has come for that performance. It was all Steven Tyler down to the movements, Mm -hmm. down to the dropping of the hat and the leaning of the microphone stand, the wind, all of that was so accurate. So kiss
1: our gay glittery asses. Yes. Okay, boomer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sonique was really, really, really good. And, so um, good. you know, just even the look, her look was like pretty dead on. And she, it was funny. She was like, I had my tits taped into my armpits. Those luscious titties were taped down. Like, this is commitment. And this is Girl. performance, honey. Yeah. I was like, this, yeah, she was so good. So lay off Sonique. She did a, an amazing job. It's really like, I mean, hate to, you know, uh, bang the nail into the coffin or whatever that phrase is. But, um, you know it's just it's we're splitting hairs here there's a great cast in this lineup there it's a pretty even performance across the board and so um you know we're just kind of splitting hairs and in what we prefer i guess so that's why we're you know thinking the that Carrie shouldn't be in the bottom and others should so right i mean much like the judges it's a solid season very solid season very much so all right girl let's go ahead and just take a quick little break here and then we can get into the runway sounds good be right back girl hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Hey everybody, welcome back to our honesty spill of the week where we are back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of The Runway. Category this week is the frill of it all. I love
2: this. The frillier, the better. The more extra, the better. The better. (laughs) What What do you think about Ginger's look? I thought it was gorgeous. You know, I'm not a fan of lavender. I don't like pastel type colors i know they look gorgeous on black skin but it's just not my thing i prefer a royal purple but my goodness this dress on ginger perfectly paired with this red hair and the makeup was beat down it looked very 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 good cannot be more proud of ginger right now yeah especially after her
0: uh look last week this is like way better so
1: what an upgrade <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is a definite upgrade. She did a great look this week on the runway. Mm-hmm. Next we have Eureka. What do you think of this one? It to me looks like she's kind of continuing the Madonna theme.
2: A little bit. I had mixed feelings about it. Um the reveal was fine. I um I do like the chaps moment. Like that's a good way to think outside of the box, like where to put your frilliness because you could hear frills and assume it's gonna be like a tutu or some kind of big ass dress. So I do appreciate the like attempt at thinking outside
1: of the box. I thought it was cute for Eureka. Although this is basically the same look Ginger had on the runway last week. Ooh, no 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 it's not. Not no. Mm mm. All right, it wasn't, everyone's going to call you out it wasn't on was because you're wrong. No. Listeners,
2: okay, oh, do we really want to break this down right now? Okay, so Ginger oh, ginger had, like, Rouging going on, and also Ginger is very short. Eureka knows how to dress her body because she's a taller queen, and she if you're a bigger queen, you have to go bigger. And the frills were out there from the reveal <sighs> moment down to the chaps. It minimized... Eureka's figure not that that's what it's about but what I'm saying is she and her designers Ginger if you're listening I'm so sorry but um, Eureka knows how to dress herself as does her designer and that is that on that okay moving on <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have an opinion as well <laughs> that's all Miranda Priestley, that's all <laughs> quick clarification here Knowing how to dress your body, what I mean by that is Eureka really knows how to make her figure pop. And with Ginger's outfit last week, unfortunately, when you're a little shorter, you have to work harder to really elongate your body on the runway. And I think that had that been a little more successful, we would have liked Ginger's outfit more.
1: All right, well, sound off on Twitter, everybody. Let us know what you think about <laughs> I Eureka's I said what look. I said. What I had said was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next we have a, uh, a real nice look from Raja O'Hara. She looks like um, maybe like something out of Cinderella or something like that. Oh, yeah, this was very um, simple. I can see what people
2: are saying. Not simple in a shady way, but... Um, for Raja we're used to that kind of pow that little bit of extra Rajaness. I thought she looked gorgeous but people are looking for more I did think in the end that this was still a very strong look
0: yeah I thought it was something unique from Raja because it's um you know with Raja a lot of times she wears like kind of like long like pants basically down the runway and mm-hmm. like it, which is always a really good look from her but we don't see her typically in a lot of dresses with, like, a uh, big wig and stuff like that. She
2: loves a Mary J. Blige moment.
0: Yeah, so I thought this was uh, fun to see from her.
1: Yeah, like, I have no complaints about Raja's look. Is it a little bit basic compared to others? Maybe. Yeah. But definitely, like, a strong, safe look. Yes, exactly. Strong, safe. Next, we have Yara. Do you think this outfit was kind of, like, Italian style? It was me of Italy minus the wig sans the wig the out well i thought that was italian too because she has like the pasta drying on the lines you know (laughs) oh damn you know you make the fresh pasta and then you have to put it on the little rack so it can not get stuck to each other this is top this is not top chef bitch i i I thought it was for a second there i was like oh shit she's got some yummy pasta ready to go (laughs) this
2: there's nothing wrong with this dress at all i think for a different category i think what jada was trying to do is make the frill her hair and it did not read well on the runway i thought if she did more with the hair it might have it might have been more successful but this is a strong ass hell no for me sorry yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a boot for me (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna insert like COVID 19 disclaimers at this point in the show
1: (laughs) and seth is is so disgusted he's like (laughs) vomiting i I did vomit in my mouth a little bit (laughs) it's um i don't know like it's the
2: delta variant seth you need to go get tested right now oh my god the show is stopping
1: (laughs) sorry let's don't worry i'm quarantined okay well okay after the show yeah, is I, done, you need to go get tested. It's just my throat gets really dry and then I cough to like I guess try and get things going again, but then because I coughed I just keep coughing. I understand. And so it's really annoying. For sure. I get that. Let me just get it all out so Jamal can cut this part. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is what it's like to sleep next to me if you're if you're aroused by this content, Ooh. let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Only fans. <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm talking about physically <laughs> laying next to each other and sleeping. <laughs> Seth said no subscription. You need to show up, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> this is purely rated G. We're literally just laying next to each other. <laughs> All right. Next we have Scarlet Envy. What do you think of her look? I actually
2: really love this look. I love the lips. Um, Scarlet knows how to paint. I thought the wig choice was smart. With the coloring of the garment, it really highlighted the makeup and the bustier and the hat. I don't know how she packed that or if she had to like <laughs> f- form it, her like reform it after it was folded. I have no idea, but I was getting very like May West does Fashion Week.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I thought this was a good look. I, I feel like Scarlet keeps getting uh screwed over by the judging because she's <laughs> had like such a good she's had such good looks this season. She's done pretty good in all of the challenges and she's safe every time. Like this is Denali two again.
2: <gasps> she's getting the jan edit. Ooh. She's getting that We're original jan here. edit.
1: Yeah, I, I, I will say, and this could just be a personal preference. I didn't really care for those rhinestone lips. No i don't know it just didn't look right do you think it needed like an outline
2: or something like i think maybe it would have been better if it's like a glitter oh yeah yeah yeah. a little softer but it's still the same amount of kapow
1: mm-hmm. yeah it could still be sparkly but i think glitter would be better than the rhinestones okay i support that i support that and next we have kylie sony glove This was a very safe
2: look for me. I have nothing bad to say about Sonique, but I think others stood out just a little more than she did. But, I mean, she looks beautiful. Dude, those tits were set just right. I mean, (laughs) I'm hungry. Can I have them for a snack? (laughs) I
1: want to motorboat those titties, not even joking. (laughs) I mean, she looks, yeah, all of that amazing.
0: With Sonique, it's like one of those things, like she can wear the most basic ass thing ever, and you're like, oh, my God. Kylie is amazing. It's just yeah. like, because she's so beautiful that it doesn't really matter.
2: Kylie Sonique yeah. Love is not playing with y'all. If y'all don't get into the gig, you will be slayed. Like she just looks, looks hot.
1: <laughs> Very hot. <laughs> Next we have Jan. What do you think of this look? Is it controversial? No, it's not
2: controversial at all. <laughs> Everybody needs to calm down. I can see what people are saying. Like, Oh, any queen could wear this. But think about it, listeners. If we're really fans of the show, let's break it down, shall we? Jan is break it down now. Jan, <laughs> ow, I'm trying to be bitchy, Seth. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So Jan is usually a very bright pop star. I like that she went out of the box and gave us something a little more sultry. This is very Madam Saloon girl. She, she controls the house, but you know, she still works on Saturday nights, you know, and I thought that it was, (laughs) that's right. I thought it was very smart to do something different because what happened? She stood out and you stand out on top of a good performance. And what do you get? A win,
1: a winner. Hello.
2: I,
0: I yeah, I don't understand what's going on this season with the the Twitter fan base, but they're all just like attacking Jan for just like existing, and I'm really like over it. <laughs> like <laughs> they're not yeah. they're not
2: studied. They don't know fashion. They're like oh, and any, they don't watch Drag Race. They're like
0: oh, any queen could wear what she's wearing. I'm like you could say that about everyone else too. Like yes, I mean I don't know. I thought it was a awesome look. I thought the collars that she was wearing was very unique for her like we don't see her traditionally wear stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i thought she was trying something different Mm -hmm. um
2: she's pushing the boundaries
0: she's trying so just leave jan alone seriously yeah
2: stop to quote jan not this (laughs) (laughs) yeah stop hating and open a fucking vogue magazine how about that
1: Yes, girl. Uh, To move on, we have Pandora Box. You know, (laughs) I don't like this. I'm
2: just just not connecting with it. I I love Pandora. Tell me how you really feel. I love Pandora down. Don't get me wrong. I'm not feeling this look. I feel like it's safe. It's not like trash or anything. I just thought that Pandora... I don't know. Like her outfits kind of sometimes are not fitting very well. And I don't know if she's like lost some weight just before the show, but these are the details that we have to pay attention to for the judging to stand out. And clearly she wasn't in the bottom, but I think that if there was some more attention to detail, she probably could have been in the top.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like Pandora, I love her as well, but her looks this season have not been anything amazing. Like, very basic in my opinion and this kind of continues that tradition
2: <laughs> like why not get rid of the shoulder okay I press pause on this video I need her to Definitely get of the shoulder pieces Get rid of the shoulder pieces Get rid of the waistbands Get rid of that Poofy hair thing And <laughs> just serve like A 60s Dress should be longer too Maybe <laughs> Because she could serve Like a boot And make this like A whole mod Fashion moment But it did not go
1: there Instead I'm just confused So
0: basically just Recreate the entire dress Is what you're saying
1: No <laughs> I'm, is, I'm literally This is like Canada's Drag Race When Brooklyn says She didn't like everything About the outfit No <laughs> no no
2: no 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 I'm literally 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 saying take off the headband shoulder pieces and the (laughs) waistbands and it probably would have been fine (laughs) sour grape girls and lengthen it i'm i'm eight no not lengthen i'm aging myself but sour grape girls anyone do a google and at me on twitter okay i love sour grape. tell me i'm right do that google and tell me i'm right
1: Also about Pandora Box, and for your reference, uh, when RuPaul says during Pandora walking the runway, she says, I've written a letter to daddy. This is uh, just if anybody gives a shit, this is a, a reference about the movie What Happened to Baby Jane, yep, um, yep. where Betty Davis sings the song I've Written a Letter to Daddy. And so, yeah, that's your reference of the day. And shout out to the Four Year Reference Podcast who did not sponsor this, but we just love you so much. We'll give it to you for free. That's right. And again, listeners, do your fucking homework, okay?
2: Bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Ooh, thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. <laughs> thank
1: you. <laughs> All right. Next we have uh, Miss Trinity K Bonet. Let's switch it up. Stony, what do you think? <laughs> Sorry, I'm
2: just a cop over here. You're fine. I'm um, editing this week. I thought
0: this was
2: <laughs> I thought
0: this was a really good look from her. Like um I mean Trinity always brings really good looks and th- I just thought this was very elegant. Um, I mean I don't want to say like like definitely uh, reminds me of like a Jada Essence Hall but I don't yeah. want to say that either because Trinity is her own queen and she yes. kind of was that before Jada was on the show uh-huh. so uh-huh. but I don't know it just that same kind of uh charisma kind of kind of down the runway like I just thought it was really good
2: I can see what people are saying about the um, the earrings but I think that it was very smart to style this without a necklace I thought that the look was very um, good it was it was a safe runway look for frills because with drag race you want to like go big whatever the category is you just want to take it there and this was very like safe gorgeous pageant girl and I'm okay with that. She looked beautiful. Yeah, she looked beautiful. The hair was right. The
1: hair was correct. The makeup was beat. And what I will, what I do want to commend Trinity for is I think she had a really great walk this week. Oh yeah. Like when I remember the first time that I watched the, her runway this week, it reminded me a lot of like RuPaul's walk. Yeah, she's slithering all over the runway, just taking her time,
2: making you remember her. This is what you want to do on any runway. Yeah.
1: I bet Nick is listening to this and just, like, totally shocked I'm just complimenting Trinity K. Bonet this whole episode. (laughs) I'm sure he's picking up his jaw as we speak. (laughs) Yeah. He's so shook right now. (laughs) Buckle up, Nicholas. Yes, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think last but not least, we have Akiria C. Davenport where she's just walking down the runway telling all the girls to go fuck themselves with this outfit. This is the top look of the week. This is,
2: if you're going to be in the bottom, not by choice, this is the look to have, because come on. Like... Also, thankfully, she didn't have to lip sync (laughs) in that. (laughs) Absolutely. And if so, I hope that that skirt pulled pulled off because I wouldn't want to damage that shit. It looked gorgeous. And you know how we get on... We talk about Drag Race on all seasons and say that it's not about the looks or how expensive things look. But this is a very cool moment i think that it could have had less expensive looking materials for example and it still would have stood out for creativity alone so this is thinking outside of the box listeners and a served
0: yes yeah girl and i honestly think this is one of the best looks that we've gotten this season like if i had to rank all the looks this season like she has had
2: the best one with this one
1: C- yeah, I c- when I think of, like, top looks of this season, I think of this outfit and, like, Silky's entrance look.
2: Yes, ma'am. Absolutely.
1: But, um. But yeah, I mean, honestly, even, I mean, they clearly want carry out of this competition so bad. <laughs> um. I mean, production. <laughs> I, like RuPaul. I, yeah. <laughs> I
2: don't, I don't understand. I, I really don't get it. Like, I get it from, like, a TV show standpoint, but, like, why invite the queens back If you're going to treat them this way, like they spend so much money and they come to LA. Not all the bitches live in LA, mind you. I don't care if you're flying them there or not. They still have to leave. And then you treat them like this. We have something to say.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I know Pandora's felt like she's been an extra on the show the whole season, like in her tweets and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. I watched a Bussy Queen video about this and Pandora's like thinking about this too much because she was like Bussy Queen actually counted all the confessionals and Pandora's in the middle of the cast. Like she's not even the lowest. So yeah. I think like Pandora is just thinking about this too much.
1: I don't know. I, I think there's I think there's somewhere in the middle for Pandora. Like I don't think she's completely yeah. wrong, but I don't think. It's as bad as she's making it. I mean, right. don't get
2: us wrong, listeners. If um, we're all about calling out corporate. So queens, draggers, queens, <laughs> if you're listening to it, yeah, call the shit out. It's the only way it's gonna get better. Close mouths think, don't get fed. Think of us
1: as HR. Yeah, we are HR. We know what the fuck we're talking about. As no, far we're, as keeping, we're keeping, we're keeping. Yeah, we're keeping people in on on their. we were putting them in their places, and we're giving people their props when it's due. Yeah. you know we're liaisoning between the queens and production. That's no, right. We're
0: and not we're, caring from finance. We, we are we're actually from so
1: HR. not that we are yeah. so <laughs> not caring from finance. And I have a TFC an, from from HR
2: <laughs> for real. I have an email template for any question you need answered. Please try yes. me.
1: Yes, try me. Yes, girl. But but. I guess kind of just to wrap up this part of the conversation, this look that Akiria had is iconic and will be she'll be remembered for this look. So even though productions really trying their hardest to get her out, like this look made her truly iconic. I mean, she was already a great queen, but this look, like, made her unforgettable.
2: That's right. And production, if you're listening, we know you are. You listen to all the drag drag race pods. I would love yeah. to have you on the show to talk about your rhyme and reasoning behind this fucking nonsense. So please email TFCpod at gmail.com and we'd love to have you on the show.
1: Yes, girl. This is uh TFC Pod, and we would love to look at the man behind the curtain. You don't even have to share your real name. Just come spill the tea, okay? Yeah, we'll disguise your voice. We, <laughs> yeah, we
2: have editing powers. You can be the Charlie Brown diva if you want.
1: Yes, bitch. Alright, so to continue this episode, uh, Jan does win this challenge and her first ever challenge win on the show. Good job, Jan. Could not be more happier.
2: It was a very close call between Jan and Trinity. It was very close. I know a lot of y'all are expecting me to be like Monique Hart and be like, you know, I'm biased, you know, Beyonce. (laughs) But I, as a performer myself, for many years... I respect the performance and it was very close. Jan pulled it out. Trinity was not far behind her. Not at all.
1: Yeah. It was really the, it was really Jan and Trinity like leading the pack for sure. Yep. Um, I think maybe the only reason, I don't know if I said this already, but um, I think the only reason could just be like, um, I think that some of uh, her lip syncs for Trinity were off a little bit, mm-hmm. but like the energy was there, the dance moves were there blah. blah. Like again, we're nitpicking here. Yep. Um, yeah. So th- I think that may have be, been the only reason why she like edged, like why Jan edged ahead of her and won because also I feel like her look on the runway is a little stronger too.
2: I cosign. I, I cosign yeah, that. Yeah, I agree
1: but really it's just so it's so close so like i just don't want people to think we're not giving trinity her props because like trust like we actually absolutely loved this her her performance and as beyonce she killed it
2: you know sometimes drag race gets the casting right and this is what happens when you get the casting right these queens are here to play and there's they're all talented
1: yes girl um, all right. So of course, you know, Jan won, so she has to lip sync against this week's assassin, Ooh. which is Jessica Wilde from season two. Hello. Jessica Welcome Wilde. back, Jessica. <laughs> Isn't this your favorite Queen Stony? Yeah, I love her. <laughs> Don't you love Jessica Wilde, Stoney? <laughs> I loved her outfit. She looks so good. No,
0: the thing I remember about
1: Uh, it was so good to see
0: her as the acai berry from season two
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i i don't know how to say it. i'm just not gonna say it you're wrong for that (laughs) 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 jessica wild though she really turned out that lip saying dude like if you remember anything from season two jessica wild has so much energy she's like um, Yara, Yara, Sofia, but focused. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Oh my God, that's the best way to say that. And Jan just yeah. short circuited. Like I don't know if like yeah. Jan is probably what this lip sync told me about Jan is that she's not a good freestyle dancer. Yeah. So she, she needs the steps. She needs the steps. She needs that Ellie Diamond. I you mean, know, I think like a, Cal-
0: a count, <laughs> yeah. I think the Gaga moves like kind of helped her because she's just can easily follow them. I'm not saying Gaga's a terrible dancer, but well, she Jan's has a more, like, robot. Yeah, has more like rigid style, I guess. Is she's what like I'm saying. she
2: needs direction, she needs the choreography. But if you tell her to yeah. like, hey bitch, this is step up, um, five thousand, go freestyle, she might like you know
1: flop right yeah i i totally agree like and and she hit that um that uh dip quite hard like on her head so i hope she's okay (laughs) that head
2: dribbled like a volleyball a soccer ball a basketball i hope she didn't have
1: Yeah, I hope that wig braced her fall. <gasps> <laughs> but um, but yeah, this was a great lip sync. I do think that Jessica Wilde won. um, So it's kind of like uh, they're kind of continuing the Jan storyline. It's like, all right, we'll give you the challenge win, but you're not winning the lip sync. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So then, uh, of course, because Jessica wins, then uh, she gets to... Um, you know, present who's going to be d- eliminated. This is the group's decision. And they unfortunately chose a Yara Sophia to go home.
2: I think this is accurate. I was getting a little Canada's Drag Race Jumbo vibes from Yara. Like, um, you have to, when you come into these situations, and I have not been in a Drag Race situation, but I've been in situations where, it's very easy to think that you know what's best for whatever reason i mean the year i got into music school they were number two in the country and it's best to just shut the fuck up and listen and grow i watched plenty of people just fall like flies because they thought they knew best and on drag race this is the perfect example listen take the notes keep your comments to yourself and try to make both elements work and I think that Yara got lost in all of that and it showed unfortunately
1: yeah also too with uh Jara, I feel like uh it's it's she kind of like peaked really early in the season yeah. so that's that's not usually a, a good thing like if you're in a peak in the be- in the beginning you have to be someone like Shea Coulee who's just gonna like be strong throughout the whole yep. season yep so um you know Yara, she's been kind of up and down and up and down so i think you know it kind of was her time like i feel like we i mean she says like oh i could have beaten any of these bitches but it's like (laughs) i for me i feel like i um you know i feel like i've seen what she has to offer like i feel like there's not much more range that we're gonna see right i mean i love yara and what she
0: does but yeah there was nothing like that she was going to do that was just like groundbreaking to me at this point and yeah, it just seemed like she was kind of over it too, with like the judges' critiques. So it was like, oh, you can probably just go home. Yeah, now. <laughs> she
2: was not really here for it. Which I mean, if you're gonna be there and in the experience, you need to like be ready to accept all of it.
1: I mean, she does. Be- I mean, she does Shakira in the in the Palms par- uh, parking lot every Thursday and Saturday. So I feel like she's probably fine. Yeah,
0: I mean, I and I don't blame her for being mad at the judges either. <laughs> by the way, I'm just saying that like. If that's how you're going to be, then if you're the other queens, it's like, okay, I'm just going to vote
2: Yara then. (laughs) And I know Shakira as well, honey. And I did not get Shakira from that besides the hips.
1: Yeah, the hips did not lie, but everything else was a lie. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that part. <laughs> but um bs girl this is already starting to become quite the long podcast so let's go ahead and shift over to stony who's gonna tell us how the points fell in this week's fantasy league or i maybe i should say jan to league Ooh. Ooh. Ooh,
0: yes it is the jan league this week um so after uh, what are we like four full episodes no four, th- four. Yeah. yeah four episodes Jamal's in last place with 55 points. Why
2: you got to say it like that? Oh, no.
0: Seth is in second with 60 points. Oh, my God. And Gains. I'm in first with 90
1: points. Damn. Uh-oh. You said that with,
2: like, conviction. You're like, Jamal's in last place. Like, what's up with
1: that? Well, I mean, if you listen to last week's <laughs> episode, I'm pretty sure Stoney said, haha, you're in the last place, <laughs> Seth.
0: I'm just enjoying my moment because I know that... At th- <laughs> What's going to happen? My team is all going to get eliminated, and then uh, you guys are going to win. So
1: This is Stony's moment.
0: <laughs>
2: don't attack Stony. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. Yeah,
0: just give me, like, I don't know, the first five or six episodes, then you guys can just <laughs> steal it away from me again.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Make sure you submit your uh, your points, too, if you're playing along in the Fantasy League. Did Jonas in his points? I don't see any updated scores this week, listeners. I mean, come on,
2: there's a prize involved. Do you want me to keep doing things for you all? Submit your scores at thanksforcomingpodcast.com. You can go to our what link hell, tree. Jonah? You can go see um the um the Google Sheet, excuse me, at the top of our link tree. It says join the fantasy league. It's not too late. Pick four queens from now, you know, that's even a cheat right there. Just don't
1: pick any of the Eliminated Queens. Yes, there you go. Don't tell them that. Let them do what they want. That's the rule. No, (laughs) you can't cheat. I'm picking a team, and it's Silky Nutmeg Ganache, (laughs) Jiggly Caliente, (laughs) Serena (laughs) Cha-Cha, Serena (laughs) Cha-Cha,
2: And Yara Sophia. No, listeners, but please join us. Like, this is a lot of fun for us every season um, to do the Fantasy League. So come, come Kiki with us.
1: Yes, girl. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave reviews. That helps us a lot. It helps more people find the show. And, of course, we're having lots of fun, you know, doing this with you guys so um, do that (laughs) yes please and also i was a guest on the ants humans and stars
2: podcast this past week they just released a video on their youtube and you can hear the podcast featuring myself i helped them introduce a new segment it was a lot of fun i loved meeting digo and caleb so um go check us out
1: yeah they seem like a lot of fun so go check them out for sure um, I didn't get to meet them but that's fine uh, maybe <laughs> in the future <laughs> next time for sure um, yes but yeah go check them out for sure um, we'll be back next week of course with um, with more all-stars and until then bye bye, bye.